are now listening to the Devil's Jukebox. Devil's Jukebox. Yo, it's cracking. Yeah, yeah. You know the deal. Hosted by Tragic One and then Reckless. Check out the joints we got rolled up next. Broadcasting from the Bay Area. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Reckless here once again. And welcome back to the Devil's Jukebox Podcast. This is episode number five. And with me, as always, is my cousin, Tragic One. What's up, everybody? What it do, what it do. This episode, we would like to dedicate to a NorCal legend, uh, a beloved artist of ours that we enjoyed his music over the years. And over the weekend, unfortunately, he passed away due to COVID-19. And that man was named Tito B. Yep. If you guys haven't heard of Tito B, you're missing out. Uh, We've been listening to him since... 2005 maybe maybe earlier than that yeah basically the beginning of his career to be honest you know like uh with the first uh want to get to the first time we heard of him first song yeah you want to go first for me uh you you already started go ahead all right first time i heard of him was on uh east bay riders Mm, on a speedy Speedy look album Uh that was back in like 2001 damn yeah so that was what 20 years ago yeah, like yeah. Tw- tw- a little, little yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. Fuck, that was a long time ago now. You know, I was like 11 years old when that shit came out, dude. <laughs> In 2001, you were 11? 2001, yeah. I was Jesus. Yeah. And you're like, uh, what, a few years older than me? So how old were you? Yeah, I'm like, I was probably like 12. 12. Get the fuck out of here. No, you weren't. <laughs> don't, don't fake the phone, fool. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, um, Easy Riders <laughs> was a good one. The first time I heard of him, the first song was uh, his his. Uh, I think it was his first single, the Pippin Hustling Gangsta some Mob shit. That was the first time you heard of him. I think that was the first time I heard of him. Like either that or yeah, I think I think that was the first time I legitimately heard. Because I remember once I heard that, like the way I am, I just go into the catalog and start digging through everything. Yeah, from the very beginning to the now. At the time. He just put out Pippin Hustling X and Mob shit. I remember seeing it in the shell, the Time Warp, and uh, the San Jose Flea Market. Uh, you know, the white case one before he repressed it. Yeah. Um, it was there all the time. I remember trying to save money to buy that shit. You know what I mean? Trying to be able you to get it. You didn't hear him on uh, uh, Dakota to San Ho? Yeah. He was on that. He was on, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Then I, then that was the first time I heard him then. Because that was the first time I heard Gato. That was the first time I heard Gato? Yeah, I think that was the first time I heard him. I don't even remember the first time I heard him. It was like on I was on a it was on a cassette. First time I heard him, it was probably on Cuete then. I don't even. No, I wasn't Cuete. Because that's a, I, was that something of his. I think somebody like recorded it onto a tape. Oh, they just recorded it for yeah. you and just gave it to you. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say like I don't think he had tapes out. You know, like he just had CDs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but he's he was legit the first uh, uh, rapper I heard from San Jose and shit. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was cool that he was, like, rapping with, like, a Dakota legend. Mm-hmm. You know, much less two of them on his track. You know what I'm saying? Like, he featured, like, predominant. Like, this is the dude we fuck with. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, that gave a lot of pride. And, you know, they already knew that from the get yeah, that D.O.B. showed love. And, to like, San Jose and shit. He was willing to be on the track with somebody from there. You know what I'm saying? Who knows if they even met at that point? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's just, that was just Speedy's homie. And then, like, he just got on a track. And, I mean, that's how they met. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I wish we would have known that story, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's pretty cool that that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, you know, that was the first time I heard him. And then, like, the first 
album I completely heard was, of course, Pimpin' Hustle Against the Mob shit. Yeah. That was like the fucking first project. He was just going hard on that fucking album, like, mm-hmm. all the way through. And, like, it was just raw. Just, like, he'll be at his raw. If you want to hear T.O.B. at his raw, just go back to that album, revisit it, and you'll see how, how crazy he was with his music. Like, he just fucking went off, and he just, no holds back. He was unapologetically Tito fucking B from the VGD. Like, this was what's your What's your favorite song on that album? My favorite song on that album was, oh, man. Oh, man. See, for me, uh-huh. Mavaholics. Hands down. Oh, I know you love the fuck out of that song. Um, that song, that song, and uh, a cry out. The last one, just a solo by him. Mm-hmm. That shit was dope. That one was dope, and I actually really fuck with like Pippi Hussle against some off shit. Yeah. That shit was just like my jam that year, like that summer that I heard that shit. You know, you know what's crazy huh? is every time I hear Spice One, mm-hmm. I expect to hear Tito B. Yeah, they said they're synonymous. They had dope ass style. The Hiko Boom was another good one he was with. Like yeah. he just never failed with Spice One. They just were meant to be together. Yeah. It's actually a fucking like crime that they never did a collab album or EP together. That would have been solid. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would put money behind that. Yeah. You know? They they mess real good together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just like, like Speedy, Speedy Logue just sounded clean on that shit. Like, if mm-hmm. he was literally alive, recorded that verse for Tito. That's how clean that just sounded. And it was just like a, like him just at his best, just, you know I mean? Putting his dope ass verse for the boy Tito. And I was just like, damn. Imagine if he was alive and he kept going. That would have been so cool just oh, hearing yeah. that on a track. And he also meshed well with Spice One. But he's always been, you know, meshing well with all the, like, Frisco. Not Frisco, but fucking, like, all the Bay Legends and shit. Yeah. JT. Fucking. Um, who else? Fucking. All these motherfuckers. <laughs> he, messed, he messed real good with Daz. Daz, yeah. I still remember that song. Mm-hmm. Ghetto Balling. That shit was dope. Mm-hmm. Man, so many, so, such a legacy that he left behind, bro. Yeah. Like, so many like, incre- like memorable features. So many like dope videos. Like I remember the Welcome to the Bay video was a very iconic video during the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, like this thing was one of his memorable videos. People knew that one. Like during the hyphen movement, like that was one of the main like like uh, like Mexican artists that was promoted. Yeah. You know that video was one of them. You know what I'm saying? No, no other one really like as big as like that. You know, if you want to come out like Jimmy Roses or something. You know. Jimmy Roses? Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a minute. Yeah, you know what? He outlasted Jimmy Roses. Yeah. You know. That's crazy. But, but I was talking about during that time. Like, those were two predominant like Latinos at the time that were like, promoted like that. You know what I'm saying? With him, uh, Tito, and Mr. Key. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like he was the only one of his caliber that, you know, like on the gangbanging tip, still like putting it down for the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, people still fuck with music of all kinds. I know people who didn't like gangbang just liked his music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they would go to visit that song and people might think it's some mob shit. They fuck with it. Even especially when they put out the one for the homies, that shit sounded more like sonically like, you know, like smooth and just like anybody can fuck with that album. Yeah. Especially the singles, the one with the Vina and Big Tone, like that shit was like a big anthem during that year. The Northside Sopranos? No, it was a Northern Cali Marvin. Oh, okay. Northern Cali Marvin. Industries. I think yeah, he had a lot of people on that album, too. Yeah, yeah it was on there. Doxtero, he had. Baby Boyane, Kick Dog, C Lil Raider. He had fucking. Uh, Mandalopes. Mandalope. Yeah, he had all the like, big ones. And also, like, in the second one, he also brought back, like, Riri, Mousy. He brought back fucking. Uh, uh, so many fucking people who like. Yeah. You know what? He actually, he's the one who put me on uh, Chub G and Moe. Oh, word. Yeah, they're out from uh, Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah. He he focused yeah. all like heavy. He used to do shows out there. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he even went out to Kansas City. Like, I remember my, my boy, uh, Smiley, uh, Smiley, like, shout out to him. He uh, he did a show out there. Which Smiley? Smiley 5150, bro. You know? <laughs> okay, Psychotic. Oh, Psychotic, okay. Yeah. He uh, did a show out there with Kansas City with uh, Tito B, uh, Big Also Loke, Low Corner, and uh, who else was out there? Like, I think Davino was out there as well. And, like, he had so much love everywhere. Everyone fucked with him out there. Mm-hmm. Everyone fucked with him in Salt Lake and Idaho. Like, so many places he traveled. Like, he really lived the dream of being a you know, successful rap artist from the Bay Area. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, salutes to him just on that tip. Being you know, a successful you know, artist out there. And being proof that you can make it out here. Just following your dreams and just keeping it going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, what what was your favorite album of his? Mine was Pimpin' House Against the Mob Shit. Oh, the original. Um, yeah, that one. I like the music, but what really attracted me to it was the fucking artwork for it. Because um, it had that that look that Bugsy was, you know, always famous for, mm-hmm. with the the had like that torn edge on the on the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, he kept that style for every one of his albums. Yeah, it never and it, it looked cleaner every time. That for that first one though, that one was just like, holy shit, what's this? Mm-hmm. You know, and then the the name of the album was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it was yeah. like something you didn't expect to be on an album name, pimping hustle gangsta mob shit. Yeah, like what you know, what's this album about? It's about pimping hustle gangsta mob shit. Yeah, and it had like this is like the the classic like golden era of like homeboy rap covers. Like it yeah. had the title and had the the features on there starring. Like mm-hmm. that was like one of the f- people who like started that trend. Like that was dope to see that like, you see all the people like holy shit, yeah, Speedy Looks, Spice One. He had, the, he had the Fleetwood on the cover. Uh huh. And like he like was clever about the parental advisory sticker being over the word shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what more can you ask for? You know what I'm saying? And then like. My like my favorite album of his has to be one for the homies. One for the homies. Yeah, like this one just hit hard. And there's so many memories with this album, and like every single song on here was fucking clean. There's mm-hmm. no weak out song on here, and it had personality. Like the skits fucking were fucking like fantastic. They're hilarious. They're memorable. It has so many inside jokes with a lot of my my cousins and friends when it comes to this album. You know, just hearing like the skits, like you know, like. The prank calls and like the little, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying the little like back and forth that Tito B and Bugsy had, like yeah. you, you, so you heard their friendship on the album, like the forget about it skits, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, it, we still say that shit to ourselves, you know, saying <laughs> like forget about it, <laughs> hey, but a me, you know, so like hey, but a pink. Hey. <laughs> sometimes you just forget about it, but like yeah, like this song was just fucking like, I mean, this song, this whole album was just fucking dope to me. It was like a really dope, like you know, just installment. And T.O.B. like, as like finest. Yeah. It was just fucking great. T.O.B. like, ev- the evolution of him just remastered and being just a solid artist, and, you know, and putting on the dopest like collabs he could, you know, what I'm saying on one project that was fucking dope. So yeah, that project was fucking my favorite. Yeah, that was a dope one. And if you buy the physical copy. Inside the booklet, it has all your rights. So when you get pulled over, what to do and what not to do and blah, blah, blah. So, like, that was really handy to have, you know, in, in the car. So that was really cool to have. And also, like, 
it had like the Speedy Loke, like RP Speedy Loke logo on the actual cover. What was your What was your favorite song he featured on on someone else's project? Oh shit, it's a lot of good ones, bro. Like, you know what? On that that tribute to Speedy Loke, uh-huh. that that one was hard. Like, yeah, he came out really really yeah. good on that one. You could feel it like when when he was rapping. Yeah, oh man, like. Yeah, he had uh, Dakota Gangsters with Lil Kona on Mama Tried. Mm-hmm. That you know, Mama Tried is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. That was really uh, good. You know, remember the song he did with Tupac? Yeah. That was pretty, that was pretty cool. Yeah, shit, he did his whole Pac. That was sick. Uh, an underrated verse of his was on uh, the Lil Corner album with uh, Troubles um, and the My Heart is Black album. He had a song called Look Into My Eyes. Like, that song was fucking dope. Like, he came out just swinging on that shit. Yeah. You know, he'd always have, like, you know, like, these crazy-ass verses for, like, you know what I mean? Like, you would hear on features. It's crazy. I mean, he came out dope on Smile Now, Cry Later. See Lokes in Low Corner. On the song with Brandon Wood. Like, bro, he did a song with Brandon Wood. Yeah, that's tight. Who else could do that? Brandon Woods is, like, probably my favorite oldest singer ever. Oh, nice. You know, and for him to do a song with him, that was dope. Yeah. Like, I want to know how they got in touch with him. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm guessing it's from the street low people. I'm sure it was probably them, and he just met up and just talked business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Made it happen. Because they've been doing shows for a while, and I'm sure he has, too, so they probably recognize each other. Like, you know, oh, real, recognize real. So it's like, mm-hmm. cool. I fuck with them. One of my favorite, like, cameos of his... uh was like when he was on the Diz albums, you know, with Go Toes and all them. It was just, it was just always cool to see him being included as part of that whole like yeah. legacy of like the Mac Dre's and the whole label and all that. You know what I'm saying? That shit was fucking sick. Yeah. Oh, he also did a song with Juvenile. <laughs> oh, Juvenile and UTP, no? Yeah, on the yeah. on the Stars the Limit album. His, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, the Outlaws, Daz Dillinger on there. He had the big ass name he still worked with back in the day. And he did uh, Red is What I'm Made of. Mm-hmm. With uh, Criminal, an official remix. Like, yo, he even like did a song with like, Central Valley Legend. Central Valley has so much love for him. Everywhere. You know what I mean? That's fucking sick. Yeah. You know what? I've never, I've never heard anybody like say anything bad about him, Mm-mm. talk bad about him, or nothing like that. You know, nobody's ever had any any negative shit to say towards him. No, he kept it solid, and that's pretty rare, especially like with all the hating that there is out here and shit. Oh my god! Yeah. how he avoided it was just fucking crazy. I mean, this is sick. He just shows the level of respect that man had, and like uh, one, th- I remember him specifically. Um, during the from the streets to the studio DVD, like his camp, his appearances on there and on the second one were fucking dope. Yeah, <laughs> like he had some personality on there. Like he, you see, like the kind of man he was. You know, he was a very likable dude. Yeah. You know, you just go back and watch those, you'll see. Like yo, this guy funny. He was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Especially him and Bugs get together, it's, oh, it's yeah. just a blast. Especially him and No Love <laughs> in the mix, like comedy oh my god dude i remember when he used to have a podcast the homeboy rap radio podcast with bugsy <laughs> that shit was the most hilarious <laughs> shit ever like dude is that I'm, the one that was on youtube yeah it was also on it, it was also on us uh, uh, the sickness.net they was post on the episodes on there okay and like 
Dude, I'm so mad I used to have the one episode, but my favorite episode was the one that had a little corner on there when he uh, dropped the Misunderstood album. Uh-huh. And uh, they're, cause the same year, the Two Girls in One Cup came out, and they were talking about <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, they're like, look, Gordon didn't know what it was, and neither did Tito. They showed him? But yeah, they watched it live. <laughs> the reaction of it. Oh, that shit was just the most brilliant piece of comedy. Like I would, I would love to watch that as a series. Like if that shit was a YouTube series now, that shit would have been gold. <laughs> like that shit was amazing. And I, oh, I had to record it because back in the day, I used to record shit. You know, like I, like you can get it there, but then it, my, my computer got wiped, so I lost everything. So that shit was gone. But they had the episodes still. But then they even t- ended up taking all of them down. And there's only one left. I think it's the first one. But that shit was still funny too. The first one was funny, but yo, that episode was just comedy. Yo, no love. If you if you hear this, if you can find those episodes and post them up, I would love to hear those again because those things were just brilliant. And I hope you still have those <laughs> because that shit was the shit, bro. I love those fucking episodes. I wish I kept that going. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I remember watching some of those. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just great content. They, they were just in there, just fucking around, talking shit, <laughs> just telling stories, and depending on the, on the guests. They had that kick dog on one of them, I think. And then the first one was just them two together with no love. <laughs> I remember, no love with no bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No love. You ever see him in concert? No. I have. <laughs> Never did. That's actually uh, how I met him the first time I met him. In concert? In concert, yeah. I was in, was uh, it was in uh, Livermore, I think it was like 2009, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, it was 2009. And uh, it was a show that Jacko was headlining. Mm-hmm. They just put out the uh, Tear Gas album. So he was promoting that shit. And uh, TRB, I, I didn't even know he was going to be one of the openers. Because I remember I, I just went out on a limb. To just go to that concert I just saw the Jackals performing I was like cool let's go so I went out there with a couple friends and then like uh, uh, I was I went there we were having a good time and then like I realized I had no money mm-hmm. left to get back home and it was kind of embarrassing because I invited everybody over and we were all there so then like uh, I was just like thinking, what can I do and then like I remember like oh shit like at the time I had created this uh, this poster that was really popular during the time. It's still popular to this day. It pops up here and there. People post it. Uh, it was a homeboy rap uh, poster. Mm-hmm. It had like basically everybody who was a, a big hitter in the homeboy rap scene, like the Woody, Sir Dinos, uh, uh, the All Dark Room, you know, Tito B, and all that was on there. Yeah. And uh, I went to my car, to my trunk, to see if I, it was still there or if I took them down. And by miracle of God, all, the, the entire sack that I have made of them were in my car. So, I decided, fuck it. I, I took them out, and I started selling them at the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was going around selling them, making some money now, I, was, I had more than enough to get home. Uh, who do I run into? Just, I see Bugsy walk in. I see, I see the rest of the Speedy Look shirt. He had the airbrush one on. Yeah. And I immediately just instantly regressed. I saw him. I knew who he was. Big old smile on his face coming in. And like, uh, <laughs> and like, I was like, oh shit, you're Bugsy. He was like, yeah, what's up, bro? Was, hey, I'm a big fan of your, all your whole thing. You know, the Sarge Limit. He's like, oh yeah. And I was like, look who's here. And I look, and then Tito B walks in. And I was like, holy shit, Tito B. He's like, oh, what's up, brother? Nice to meet you. Like, oh. I told you, yeah, I'm, I'm reckless, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's awkward 
to say Alan Reckless is still to this day, yeah. but like I was just like, oh, like, oh, it's nice to meet you, bro. And like, uh, what you got there? Like, oh, I got the humble rap poster that I made. He's like, holy shit! And then like they all get so enamored with it. Like, I've, I've seen this around, <laughs> you know. Like, what the fuck? You know, that was real. Like, yeah, this is my poster right here. Like, you know. And he, and he looks. Like, he's trying to find yourself. He looks. He looks from like, oh, where? Oh, there, there I am, right there. And like, oh shit! Like, they just like they're excited to see their faces and shit. Yeah. And like, uh, and they bow one off me. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, I think I only charged like six bucks <laughs> for each one. I wasn't trying to charge too much for him, you know. And like, uh, he had a poster. I was like, yo, that's fucking dope. And then like, uh, he took me aside. Uh, him and Bugsy were inside of the uh, the stage. They were going to perform soon. Yeah. And uh, it was, we were just, she was just chopping up with me, you know, saying like, you know, like, uh, his, you know, how it was cool that I came out to see the show and then like, you know, show all this love and then like the fact that you put out this poster, you're telling me like, you know, the fact that you have me on there, it's really, you know, it's honoring, it's an honor to have me on there, but you should have put Bugsy on there too. Of a blog. Did you put Bugsy on there? Nah, because those was just pure the rappers and shit. It was, cause it was crazy because like on the sickness, if you went back to, if you see the whole controversy with that shit, the original poster had Bugsy and uh, No Love on there mm-hmm. as well as like Felipe, Nur Khalifa, a bunch of different people. But people got pissed off because they didn't rap and, and and people were like people who were for sure gonna buy it were like you know like we're just like protesting like no we ain't buying that poster if you don't take them off <laughs> what the fuck and i was just like what the hell and then like you know i ended up just having to take them off you know and it's all because of the i was pressure you know i was a young kid at the time i was like in yeah. high school so i was just like oh fuck like what do i do like and i just felt the pressure i took them off and i put and then they made the poster that everyone knows right now knows and loves and uh, they were like, hell yeah. And then I got so many requests, extra requests for the buy a copy of the poster, which ended up making me more money. But at the same time, I felt bad because like I liked the original poster. Oh, there it was. I just pulled it up on sickness. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, I ended up like being cool. But like, he talked to me about how Bugsy deserved to be on there and all that stuff. And actually, I told him about what, which threads were, were going, were saying that. Mm-hmm. And then like, and he told me like, you know what? Nobody deserves to be on the poster more than him. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy did more for Homeboy Rat than half of these motherfuckers on this poster. You know what I'm saying? Including the words. You know, because, like, this man, if it wasn't for him, you know, I wouldn't be here. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, Speedy and them came up together. So, that was on them to create this whole movement that mm-hmm. we have. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, he helped so many other people into the artwork and the big arts, you know, now. Like, you know, saying, like... He, he was really impactful for the whole movement so yeah. he, he had more than a right to be on the poster you, you know what, what? A, lot, a lot of people came through Star's Limit yeah Mousy. they had all 14 caliber they also love yeah, 14 Mousy. caliber he had fucking uh, Low Corner Low Corner and then all the acts that they brought out mm-hmm. they, they're branched out to more Ace yeah. of Spits he had fucking uh, who else was on that label fucking uh, so many like other people bro like it's crazy um but yeah, like, and I'm still to this day was trying to repress that poster with the original people on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just like you know don't have the equipment for it anymore because before I was in high school and then the guy who uh, the teacher of mine had the best material for the posters and he was the one doing it for free because it was part of a project. So if you try to do that now, there's so many artists out there. Uh-huh. It's gonna be harder for you to do it. Everyone's gonna be mad if you don't put the new artist on it. Yeah, I know, and it's just like. I'm an older head when it came to the, when it comes to this music when it comes to documenting it because I, I document this music and like I want to keep the original the way the way it was just adding a few more people like the people I wanted on originally like Bugsy No Love you know people like that yeah so I'm gonna add those people maybe a couple more 
you know, just think, you know, because like I think like a couple of their heads were probably more deserving to be on there too. Mm-hmm. But other than that, when it comes to the newer acts, like they're gonna get their own poster for later. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying because that poster is was a was a monument of its time, and like even people like Davina Tall uh, was posting on it because she remember because she, she was the only like female that I posted mm-hmm. on the poster. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, holy shit. Like, you know, she even recognized that shit. And I didn't even, like, notice it. I wasn't trying to be, like, sexist or anything. Just have no no men, no women on there. Just her. But it was just like, you know, at the time, like, that's what it was, you know. Yeah. She had the biggest name. There's no other females that are doing big things. I had, like, Amanda Lokes in the, in the names. You know what I'm saying? And I had, like, Megan in the names. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was the main, like, female doing it. She had a oh, yeah, solo man. artist that, a, that had a solo album that was huge. Yeah. Big names. Had a, a dope follow up that was as impactful at the time. You know, she even she even like went solo with the third one at the time and it was just as big. So no one else was doing that as big as her. So it was just like that was what it was. That's why she was on the poster. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. there's, there's other people that had their credit on the poster and the words. You know, just she just had the honor of having the picture. And uh, Tito B was also was dead in front and center on that poster. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the biggest, biggest ones you see on there. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like one of the coolest pictures I had of him that I posted on there. And uh, that was such a cool thing. Like years later, uh, I ta- I talked to him online. You know, about, I forgot what it was, and I just happened to ask him like, "Hey, do you still by any chance have that Homer rap poster and stuff?" You know, and he's all, oh, "Hell yeah, I still have it." You know, I start here with a couple of my stuff that you know people giving me. Like, you know, I still have it right here posted. You know, thank you for you know having me on there. Like, oh, of course, bro. Thank you. So you know, honor you still have that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was cool that he still kept it. You know, what I'm saying it's still over there. He was one of the very few people. Who they were like other artists who were able to have a copy of that poster because mm-hmm. so many other random people bought it, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like the fact that only if some artists were able to get it. Like, I remember I gave one to uh Low Corner, I gave one to uh, who else did I gave one to? I gave one to uh, Smokey Looker got a bunch for me, he bought like five of them, damn, yeah. And uh, I remember uh, who else got one? Davina had one. And uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, very few people, or artists, had the poster, you know. And like, oh, Tito B, of course, Tito B had it. And uh, oh, Louis Local has one too. I gave him one. That was pretty sick. I was at the same concert. That's when I when I met Tito. Louis Local was there with Mr. Key. And uh, I gave him one. And um, I was trying to get one to Mr. Key, but he was hella busy. <laughs> so I wasn't able to like, mm-hmm. get in touch with him. But it was cool. You know, to get able to get him. But uh, T.O.B. Like, immediately just like bought one. He bought one. He just like, how much was it? I'm like, oh, shit. Like, you know, you have it. like oh, how much is it? Like, oh, it's uh, six bucks. I'm like, oh, here. I'm like, cool. Like, six bucks. And yeah. He bought it. He was hella hyped about it. So that was sick. Man, going, th- going back to sickness right now. I've seen some of these comments. Fuck. <laughs> I want to see this shit was hilarious uh, look at this shit well, let, me, let me go find one <laughs> talking shit about the poster or which one which one thread <laughs> Akazi says bro you forgot to put me right behind Davina oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he's not even on the poster is he <laughs> no yeah I never put him on there what the fuck <laughs> I need to remake that poster this year and put it out. 
I'm gonna make the OG and then the new one. I'm gonna add all the new people in there. Versacero. Is that how you pronounce it? I, I don't always, think I've ever said that shit in, like, I don't think I've ever said those words. I think I've just read it in my head. I never really understood how to say it either. Versacero, I, just, I think is what Versacero. it is. Versacero? But it's like Versacero, like it's Scarecrow. weird. I just know it was that. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. So, Scarecrow says, Reckless, get your Pee Wee Herman's suit ready for court because you're about to get sued. <laughs> Could I have gotten sued for this poster? Uh, nah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think you, I think you'd be more liable to get your ass whooped than than get sued. I'm Why like, whooped? I don't know too many of those guys who are gonna want to take you to court. They're just gonna catch you in the street. <laughs> <laughs> what was I on there, fool? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one of them uh, was uh, I, who was it who hit me up? Pissed I who wasn't on there. Uh, a Junie was one of them. The mist. Uh, he was the one that was like, man, why didn't you put me on there? I was like, oh shit, my bad, bro. I didn't mean to take not put you on there. It was like hard trying to get all the names on there. You know, trying to see who was on there. Yeah, no, you're yeah. bound to miss somebody. Yeah, and Junie was the one I was bound to miss, and I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll probably I'll edit that for sure on the next one. And uh, uh, Mr. G was pissed off he didn't get one. <laughs> Iron Lung says, "How are you gonna make a poster not include yourself, Tracula, and Vince?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a whole lot of rapper, fool. <laughs> I could probably be on there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like country. a contributor I'm a big promoter as fuck I still help him out uh, fucking nah that ain't happening bro <laughs> man I miss the sickness bro was he on there who Tito B yeah I'm pretty sure yeah he oh, was on on, on sickness yeah because he I think he knew about it I think almost everybody was on here I don't know if like Speedy Loco was on there Bird uh, Loco says homeboy rap name and no homeboy rap logo wow that's no logo ah <laughs> uh, man <laughs> that's crazy I, I I had hit him I had DM'd him before I even made this poster actually on Signet asking him for his permission to use his logo and to use the, the homeboy rap name on the poster and he never replied and I even asked him if he would be down to, like, you know, be part of this, you know, and split the thing 50-50, but he never hit me up. Yeah. And so, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. He for sure, for sure the next one. And good thing you're telling me all this, because now I can, like, edit the next poster to include all the stuff that I missed. Yeah. That way it'll be a fucking clean poster. And it's going to be the original poster, just with a few new extra faces on there that were, like, at the time, big. You know what I'm saying? I'll make a new Humber Rap poster for the new generation later on. Who do you think is like the one person you really missed in this? Um, I think I missed putting Megan on there. Did you put her name? Yeah. But like I didn't put her face. Is there anybody you like completely missed? Um, well, Junior was one of them I missed. And uh, who else did I miss? Um, I spelled Smokey Logo's name wrong. <laughs> oh, I just spelled E Y. Yeah, 
Hey, hit me up about it. He's like, hey, bro, like, appreciate you having me on the poster, but uh, you spelled my name wrong. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, bro. Like, <laughs> he's like, it's all good, bro. You know what I'm saying? But fuck it. And then later on, when I announced, like, I remember I, used, I announced one time after that I was gonna repress it because it sold out. Mm-hmm. And then you know I might edit it. And then and then like when I said that. All the fl- floodgates opened up and everything. Like, hey, put me on there. Put me on there. Put me on there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's broken. Look at what I'm like. Hey, put me on there too. I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might have to now. So I was like, I gotta put a lot of people on there. Not a lot, but just like a small, like maybe five more, and rearrange the the order of it a little bit. Northern Youngster. I've never heard Northern Youngster. He was on Gilroy. Ah, it's a Gilroy rapper. I include the Gilroy homeboy rappers as well. Those are our handsful homies. Shout out to Rigo V. He's on there too. His name's on there. I see. I think uh, Mikey G's on there too. I see Mikey. Oh yeah, Mr. Rigo V, Mikey G, T Demo. T Demo, rest in peace, my homie. I put him on the poster. Mr. Wicked One. He was on a homo rap album. I just included him. Uh, I was trying to get deep cuts. Just to give everyone some love and shine. Boki Nopales. Yeah, dude. Boki Nopales. Oh, what album was he on? He was on an album. Oh, yeah. There's a Smokey Local. <sighs> yeah. Boki Nopales, I think, was on uh, Juni. The Young Jiffy Lalo. That Jiffy album. I haven't heard that name in a minute either. Which one? Young Lalo. Oh, dude from Sack. I yeah. remember him. He, uh, I remember he hit me up wanting a copy of my... Uh, my first album and shit. And they wanted to be on part two. But Gangsta yeah. Flea. Yeah, yeah. Los Huesos. You know what Los Huesos are? Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that one dope ass song. <laughs> Freddy Chingas. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of names in here. Yeah. Fat Steve. B-Dog. B-Dog. Uh, he probably should have. BG Evil. He's probably one of those. Those two are probably the one of them they're going to put as pictures. Because I need them. Fat Steve and B-Dog? Yeah, both of them. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people on here. Yeah, you know what though? You put Gold Toes. He was one I originally had on there as well, and and this is one of the people because here's here's the controversy because I had people like No Love on there, Perico Lokes, you know, if those don't know, that's the same homie. Um, I also had like Felipe of the New World Califas, and it was even anybody who contributed. And Gold Toes was one of the dead center ones, mm-hmm. and along with Mr. Key. But people were mad because Goto's in rap, and then people were like, you know, just being hella haters about Mr. Key for whatever reason. You know, people did. Uh, I guess people forgot he was an IT PG and dark room and all that. But they didn't want him on there. It was just a lot, you know. what I'm saying like, you know, and at the time I was a, I was a young teenage kid, so I'm not gonna like know like you know say fuck you. This is my poster. I'm gonna do what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, you know, I'm just trying to make the best poster. You know, to honor the people who made homeboy rap, homeboy rap, and. This is what I came up with, you know what I'm saying? But the next poster, I'm going to for sure add those guys. Gold Toes. I'm probably going to put them on the top, right? I should probably put them on the top. Gold Toes? Yeah. You know what? You're going to have to really think about who you put on top, too. Yeah, because read off who's on top. On top, you got Crooked, Woody, Sir Dino, Speedy Loke, also from uh, Dark Dark Room, Room. Mousy, and Duke. Mm -hmm. That's who's on top. Yeah. And then name off the, the actual pictures. Actual pictures. Frank Gucci, mm-hmm. Sleepy Santino, Hurricane J, Doxtero, Lil Wino, Big Osaloke, Davina, Red Rum, Lil Deuce, Pistol C, DJMT, Lil Conor, Criminal, 
D-Roll, Mad Dog, Big Rhino, Big Tone, Carrillo, Never, Tito B, Lil Los, Baboyene, Convict, Ed Doja, and Keek Dog. Nice solid list. That's the OG right there. So, who, in your opinion, should be on the top? Bro, that's a whole different episode. <laughs> You're right. Let's keep that, it. That's going to be a whole lot of this and that. And, yeah, let's say that for the next podcast episode. Yeah. For sure. But, be, but for now, one. like, it's all about Tito B. Because Tito B is on the poster. And he's one of the main people on there so, as well. You're talking about how you met Tito B, right? Mm-hmm. So, I had listened to Tito B for a couple of years already. Yeah. Maybe like 10 years or something when I met him. No, no probably probably more than that. Oh, wow. So, when I was working at Tesla, mm-hmm. I remember he was working there in the quality. He was like on the quality team. He was part of the team that would go in and inspect parts and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And... uh I remember I was walking out of the warehouse and I was walking by the, the cage where they kept all the parts and he was in there. He walked out and I was like, what's up, Tito B? Mm-hmm. And he turned around and looked at me. He's all, what's up, Mark? Tito B from the VGD? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what's up, man? Went over there and I started talking to him. Uh-huh. And then uh, I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? He was like, I'm fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you shouldn't be here. You should be out balling or something. And he's like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. So I got to give my money. He's like, you work here? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we just sat down, started talking and shit. Um, I was a lead at the time. And I had access to these uh, lockers we just put in. Mm. And he kept telling me, what's up, bro? Give me a locker. Give me a locker. I'm like, for what? He's like, well, these boots? I don't want to carry them with me. I want to just stick them in the locker. I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll find you one. So I went and I started moving some shit around, trying to trying to get a locker freed up. And I freed up a locker for him. And he was like, hey, I appreciate that. I got you, whatever you need. Mm. And then after that, every time he'd see me, he'd just come over and chop it up. And we'd sit there and talk and shit. We'd stop working for like fucking two hours and just bullshit. Oh, nice. You know? And to me, I was like, it's cool as fuck. Like, I'm, I'm at work chilling with the rapper that I listen to. Like... Someone I've I've looked up to and been like, damn, this motherfucker's dope, and I'm just kicking with him at work, you know. That shit was dope. Man, yeah, I remember when you used to tell me about all these stories about Tito at work. Yeah, I was just so like enamored, like, damn, like you actually work with Tito B for the VGD, not for the school, but he's sucker free. Like that's so crazy. <laughs> and like, oh man, because I, I met him several times too, man. He's always been a cool dude, you know what I'm saying? And you're, a, <laughs> you're a test to that. <laughs> and then when people would come up to him, you know, like yeah. who didn't know who he was, yeah, they'd be like, hey, Robert, can you help with this? I'm like, Robert? <laughs> you sure want to say like, this, this Tito B? <laughs> and they'd be like, what? He'd be like, hey, 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 I'm like you better, you better act, act like you know what you're talking. This Tito B, you know the like, fuck. Hey, hey, shut up, shut up. Let's <laughs> fuck up some DJ Khaled shit. Oh, you must be new with some man. We the best man. <laughs> yeah, there was this one lady, this one lady who uh, who he worked with, and she fucking hated her job. Mm-hmm. You know, she was always talking shit about everybody and always pointing out all the bad shit. And, 
And uh, he'd be like, you want to see something funny? And he'd go over there and he'd start fucking with her. And she'd get all mad and bent out of shape. Start cussing at him. He'd be like, I, I don't know why she's so angry. <laughs> that shit was just hella funny to me. <laughs> He's always fucking like, making people laugh and smile, man. Yeah, it, was, it was hella funny. It was like, that's like somebody you couldn't be sat around. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're going to put you in a good mood. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember one time I, uh, this time I saw him I met him was in Gilroy he came through I think to like oh cause he's gonna buy some like CDs from him he used to drive around and he, he was around to sell CDs and shit yeah and uh, he was with No Love and uh, we met up at the Blackbird Diner cause I remember he used to love going to the Blackbird Diner in Gilroy Blackbird Diner? yeah that's what yeah, it was fair yeah it's a great taste that's the, that's the only place I've ever gone to where I've wanted a fucking uh, omelette Really? I, I've never fucked with an omelet anywhere else. Like, you know, like, Mimi's Cafe? They have some nope. fire as ones. I, I, you know what? Huh. I've been to Mimi's Cafe one time and it was fucking disgusting. What'd you get? I don't fucking remember. Ugh, that shit get, was like... You gotta get the avocado omelet, bro. That shit fucking smacks. Maybe one day. Who knows? The, the but muff, the muffins. Blackbird Diner? That's the only spot <laughs> I've ever fucked with. Yeah, but he, he used to love that place. I remember, that's the only thing I remember about him. He used to always love going to Blackbird Diner, whether it be in Gilroy or anywhere he could find him when I was sick. I remember he used to like, post that he used to be at one. But uh, I met him there uh, to buy some CDs. I remember I bought, uh, I think I got a copy of uh, uh, the Susan Studio. Got lost a, a copy of mine. And oh, hold on. Uh, you know what? Keep going. Yeah, uh, and then I also me. I also bought a copy of uh, the the even now is ready for eternity reprint because I wanted a copy of the reprint, and uh, from there like I, he told me like where are you coming from because I had, I had came back from a a sermon that uh, Sardina was doing in Gilroy, and he had given me a stack of flyers to pass out to people. And like I told he know the AD one was like, I'll take one, bro. So like he, I gave him one. He's still looking at it like hella like like crazy. Like yo, this is fucking Sir Dino. Like <laughs> like looking at it, hella like confused. And he was like uh, Nola was looking at it, like that's crazy. Like <laughs> that's fucking Dino. Like his face on there, like looking all confused. <laughs> <laughs> and he signed it too. So it, just, it just it just said Dino on there, you know. And God bless you, brother. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the dino I wanted to meet, but whatever. I got I got another guy from Dino. You wanted Dino? You get David. <laughs> David Rocha. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean that was, that was, I remember that was cool. He actually wanted a copy of the flyer, so yeah. he got one. I think he still had it. He had it too. You know, the whole life just had it there. Just like wow, <laughs> it's like a collector's item now. I kind of wish I still had one. You know, I don't know where the fuck it is. I think I might still have it. But I have to really look. Yeah. This is gonna be too much effort for me to do that. <laughs> it's probably gone. <laughs> but that's another time I met him. He was just telling me how like uh, Gilroy's his bad luck place. Like he didn't like going to Gilroy. Why? Because cops fuck with him in Gilroy. Oh yeah. And like I remember one time they like fuck with him and they like broke his leg. What out the there. fuck? Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah, he like, had bad luck going out there. His car fucked up one time out there too. So he's like, yeah, nah. So it's <laughs> all bad. Yeah. An honor that he came through then all those times because he didn't have good luck out there in, the t- in town. But uh, yeah, that was, that was another time I met him. You know, I mean, the final time I ever met him was uh, at a car show in San Jose, mm-hmm. uh, the Evergreen show. It was when like uh, I think Davino was performing, had MC Magic, a bunch of people like that. It was it was cool. Like, you know, just the last time I saw him, 
No, no, that wasn't the last time I saw him. That was the last time I saw him in a car show. The last time I ever saw him. Oh, no, actually, that was the last time I saw him. Holy shit. I mean, I haven't met him a lot of times. Because uh, the last time, the time before that, I met him in uh, in downtown San Jose at the Wiener Schnitzel. Um, over there across the street from Roosevelt Park. Because he had just dropped his last album he ever put out called Another One for the Homies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went out there to buy one personally. Because I was always supporting him and shit. Like, I, was, I drove all the way from Gilroy, I dropped what I was doing, and I went straight there. Cause I saw they posted on Facebook or somewhere, MySpace, one of those two, that he was in San Jose selling CDs, come through whoever needs one. I'm like, holy shit, I need one. So I went straight out there, picked one up, and uh, I had showed him my cop- a copy of my album and shit, because I wanted to show him that I'm an album rapper too. And like at the time, I sold out of my CD, so I didn't have any more copies. Yeah. So I just had my actual like personal copy. I just showed them, and he's like, "Oh, that's cool, bro." You know, you start looking around. They recognize that Dojo was on there. I was like, "Oh shit, hey, Dojo, you still rapping?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's still rapping. He's on my album." Like, that's cool. And uh, ended up like taking a picture with it just to like help promote it and shit. That was fucking hella mm-hmm. dope. And like uh, even Bugsy took a picture with it too. And then like you know like, they're just promoting it. Like man, that's cool. He's like yeah, next time let me let me give me a copy next time. Like yeah, for sure I got you. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, and I said that's a car show one, but yeah, that was crazy. Like he used to always support. I remember he even took a picture with the Humble Rap poster. Him, Bugsy, and Abe Legend, they all took a picture with it together. And so that was like solidified. Like that was a real poster, and then he was one of the few people who was, who has it, who yeah. had it. So like you know, hey, say had now. You know, I wish I wish I could still say has. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a big honor to have that kind of like you know interaction in my lifetime with him, that I always look back and cherish. And I still feel surreal. Like this is not real. Like nah, mm-hmm. it's not not T.O.B. Like of all the people in the fucking world, like T.O.B. Like they shouldn't have been one of them. Yeah. You know, it's very unfortunate. So, one conversation I remember having with him was about the the Stars the Limit DVD. What was it? The Cali Thuggin DVD. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I asked him, like, hey, man, I need to ask you something, like, for real, for real. He's like, what's up? He's like, that shit ever going to come out? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he starts laughing. And he's like, let me tell you what, man. When it does come out, you're going to be blown away because that's just the hardest shit ever. He's like, it's the hardest fucking DVD I ever. I always hear that about that. And uh, he was saying he, that Bugsy just got so much footage, like it's gonna take days to put it all together and that is shit. And I remember, uh, I remember on sickness, somebody brought it up to talking about uh, ten year, uh, ten year anniversary coming out. <laughs> oh, the announcement of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it became a detox of the hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was another Cali detox. Still to this day. Sure, I, I don't even know how long it's been now. It's probably 2004 been, was it's when probably it was. Like, 2004 was when it was announced. So, the fuck, math. We're about to hit the Six, 20 year mark. 16, 17, 18 years. Yeah. Ugh, 18 years since it was announced. And it's only got was five minutes. The first five minutes on YouTube. Oh, the little preview? Yeah. yeah that's all we that. get of it. And if you're lucky, you get to see. Uh, oh, man. Crazy story. Um, I used to always uh, watch their stuff on the internet because it used to be really, really dope on the internet. Mm-hmm. They had uh, this live stream one time uh, that him and Bugsy were doing. Uh, I think it was, I believe it was on either MySpace or somewhere. I forget where it was. They used to have their own website, I think. And uh, 
they were pre they were they were just online talking about random stuff it was like a podcast mm-hmm. it was not it was not really a structure where you're just talking and then like both were showing a little bit of footage of Callie Duggins and like uh, I remember like uh, they're they were showing a little bit of footage of like Tito of uh, Tito B with uh, Speedy Loke and it was really cool they're just talking to each other and then uh, I remember it only showed a little bit of footage of like uh, Sir Dino was out there in the streets with like all the dark room and stuff doing some video shoot or something you know yeah. just hella sick seeing him and then like uh, the, the best thing I saw was a split second footage of Woody yeah. coming out you know like flared up and he was about to freestyle and then Bugsy cuts like no 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 we're not doing Woody today I'm like no why <laughs> do you remember um fuck somebody telling a story about when uh um what's that fucking actor's name who uh Jesse Jesse Borrego oh yeah. Jesse Borrego okay this is the story <laughs> basically Darkroom Familia used to do movies back in the day cause I guess Duke and Crooked were big into like directing films and uh, Sardana was big into screenplay and writing yeah. so um they did this movie that was called uh, uh what the fuck was, was it that Spun Out Cry Later no it was not that was, it was Veteranos oh Veteranos my favorite yeah. soundtrack oh yeah that shit was hard yeah the favorite soundtrack and uh the movie was had Speedy Loke in it. Very small cameo. He just he had his back turned in the background, you know, on the table. But like he was there. He he dabbed up like Sir Dino and, and Jesse Borrego. Uh, <laughs> during the shoot, like after they started finished filming something, you know, they were cause they weren't taking it serious. You know, Duke and Cookie were all mad about it, <laughs> and like uh, they ended up having Jesse Borrego. Uh, brought to their house. Speedy Lucas just basically kidnapped him, him <laughs> and take him to his house and has mom cook him food and all this stuff. They took a pictures together and the shit. So like uh, in this one video I saw like TLB said that you know oh, not TLB somebody went to his house and it was like dude why is there a picture of fucking Crucito from Boys in the Hood or, <laughs> brother, or Blood and Blood in your fucking room like oh well because <laughs> that picture they took when they kidnapped them they framed it in their home. <laughs> It was fucking funny. <laughs> Only Speed Look can do that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man, that shit was hella funny. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing that shit and I was dying. Yo, like, that was fucking dope. Yeah, they had other stories during this shit that was going on that was just like, was like too wild. And like, they made it in the cars while having like coke. And they ended up just throwing it in the air. <laughs> 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 like, whoop, I don't see nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh, like, those guys had a fun ass life. Dude. Right. <laughs> dude, I remember, uh, like, seeing, like, uh, like a lot of the uh, old, like, like little antics they used to do. Like, I remember, uh, uh, do you remember, like, the videos they used to have on YouTube? Where they just, like, him and Buggy just have little adventures yeah. going around. I remember the one where, like, talk about, like, what they have in the trunk normally when they go out and promote. And then, like, and they had, like, the DVD, CDs, and then for Tito B, I'm like, <laughs> or something like that. I'm butchering it, but that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, I always try to climb on Tito. <laughs> and then vice versa. Uh, <laughs> they were, like, dope as a kid. Like, the back and forth banter they had. And, uh, <laughs> it was just, I was like, oh man, I remember the one time I used to watch those videos, just, you know, just, just you know, nostalgic. Because I always wanted to hear another album from him. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because when was the last one? I think he was working on something. He was, but I don't remember. Like, because I, I had talked to him when I was doing Things Fall Apart. Yeah. And I was trying to get him on Things Fall Apart, and he said he wasn't doing music. And he said, you know, hit me back in a couple of months. I might start doing music again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd never reached out to him again. Because I, I was doing uh, November 20th, and that was just all me. Mm-hmm. You know, so now I'm like, fuck. Dude, two months ago, um, or three months ago, like, Menace, remember I told you Menace was in the studio with Tito B, yeah. working on a project together. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I think that was a project that he was talking yeah. about. Because Menace was trying to put people out. I think he was trying to put out Tito B album. And, uh, fuck. Yeah, I, I, I hope he still has a, I hope he recorded a bunch of shit that night. Because mm-hmm. they went a couple times. So it wasn't just one session, it was like one or two, or like two or three sessions. So hopefully he has a shit ton of music recorded. Because I want to hear that. Yeah. His last one was 2014. 2013. You sure? I have it pulled up. 2013, another one for the homie. I have it here as 2014. Where do you have it on Spotify? Discogs. Oh, mine's on Tidal. Oh, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Let me check out the artwork. 2014. Stars the limit. Yep. You know what? To be even more con- concrete, I have a picture with T2B during that time so I can actually see what exact date it was. You're going to go through all, like, 9,000 pictures on your Instagram? No, actually, put it in a specific folder so I can find it easy. (laughs) And that was... 2014. Hang on. I forgot to put a lot of shit in this folder. In this folder, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I think it was probably one of those two years. It was 2014. <laughs> but yeah, that was a long time ago. Still, like, hell of fucking years since he dropped anything. Cause he's had like features here and there, once yeah. in a great while, along with certain people. Well, hopefully they got they got something something uh, that hasn't been released that they can put out. Yeah, you know, but if you haven't listened to any of his music, you know, jump on on Spotify or something. Go check him out. Check out his videos. Check out his past like little like uh, vlogs or anything you can of his. Any kind of yeah. content he ever put out, check it out because you will not be <laughs> disappointed. You'll, you'll be so entertained. Like this man knew like how to like you know cater to his audience. He knew like what was funny and he knew what was dope. So make sure to check out all that shit. And if anybody knows if his family's doing anything, any any uh, fundraising or anything, any you got funds, a link. Yeah, GoFundMe, any Kickstarters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put links down. Shoot us the link so we can share it. So we can get it out there. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? So uh, with that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like to like say... Rest in peace to the legend, Tito B. Stars the limit. We thank you for all the memories, all the music you've done, the kind of music you left behind, the legacy. You know what I'm saying? You know, so hope you're out there with Speedy Logan, Bandit, chilling. You know what I'm saying? Not worrying about none of that bullshit no more. Yeah. You know, you were a great member of of like your community, 
a beloved coach, father, husband, friend, you know what I'm saying, music artist, legend, all that, mentor, everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that, that's a wrap for the episode. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Yes, sir. You are now listening to The Devil's Jukebox, hosted by Tragic One and Reckless, broadcasting from the Bay Area.